YouTube, hey there, Casey Dimmons. Welcome to the Tax Cell Podcast, where tax cell investing is made easy. My name is Casey Dimmons. I'm a tax cell veteran, the author of the Tax Cell Playbook, founder of the Tax Cell Academy. I'm the leading tax cell expert and trainer, and I am your host right here on the Tax Cell Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. This podcast is provided completely free to help teach you about tax cell investing and is made possible through the Tax Cell Academy. If you're looking to learn about tax-faulted real estate in a comprehensive step-by-step basis, head on over to TaxCellAcademy.com and click on Join. Again, that's TaxCellAcademy.com and just click on Join. All right, let's go ahead and start the episode. Today we're talking about buying real estate for less than $100. In this episode, we'll be discussing if it's even possible or if it's just a scam or gimmick, how to leverage this approach if it is possible, and then I'm going to throw in a few traps behind $100 real estate. All right, cheap real estate. It's always an incredibly popular topic for obvious reasons. First off, let's talk about the possibility of buying real estate for less than $100. Is it even possible? Or is it just some sort of a scam or gimmick? Well, the answer is yes. It is absolutely possible. And I've done it countless times in my career. Now, I've got a few podcast episodes about this and a number of YouTube videos about it as well. I even provide a copy of deeds in many of those videos on YouTube for the naysayers. I purchased real estate for literally one cent before. There's a video about it. No joke, no gimmick, no lies, anything like that. One cent. And if you listen to the podcast episode titled The Best Day of My Tax Cell Life, you know that I've purchased multiple properties for $20 each in one single day. So first off, while it is possible, it is not possible in every single state and every single market. It is actually kind of a rare occurrence when you look at all the numbers, when you look at all the tax sell properties that get auctioned off, but it does happen. So here's how it happens. In some markets, tax faulted real estate is offered for the amount of the back due taxes, interest, penalties, and fees. Then there's a situation where nobody places a bid for that amount. It could be that the property is not desirable, or maybe even it could be a situation where it's in an economically challenged area where the tax rate are just so astronomical that the bid itself is going to cost more than the property is worth. There's all sorts of different situations that people don't bid on these properties. And when nobody bids, it could go on to an OTC or over-the-counter list, which I teach about at otcclass.com, or it could also be re-auctioned or sold in another manner. Now, before I continue, we must remember that the county sells tax-faulted real estate for one of two reasons. The first reason is to recoup all the back-due taxes, and the second reason is to return the property to the tax rolls in a positive revenue, tax revenue-producing state once again. They must have these taxes, they must have that tax revenue in order to meet their budget, to provide all the services that me and you often take for granted on a daily basis. So, If it doesn't get sold at the auction for what's owed, this is where the properties can really start coming down in price to virtually nothing in some areas. At this point, the county has the understanding that, well, it just was not possible to get back the previously due taxes. We cannot get the delinquent taxes because nobody placed the opening bid amount. Now, they are just looking at this point to get the property back on the tax rolls to produce that tax revenue once again. 
So the county expects a piece of real estate to bring in real estate taxes. They expect that so they can meet their budget. If that property is expected to bring in tax revenue and it does not, it just does not do the county any good. So they want that property back on the tax rolls as quickly as they can get it so it brings in tax revenue moving forward. Now, in the case of a re-auction, this is where the property will actually go to a second auction. And in some areas, the opening bid will be for a nominal amount. It could start at one cent in a no reserve auction. It could also be maybe $20, $50, or $100, or some sort of other nominal amount. If it's not offered in a re-auction, some areas allow you to make offers to purchase the properties. Now, usually these offers must be approved by the county commissioners or maybe the real estate department. But the acceptable offer amount to them might actually surprise you. I purchased 10 properties at one time before using the offer method for just $75 each, 750 bucks for 10 properties. So those are gonna be the two primary ways to purchase real estate for less than $100 through tax defaulted avenues. That's the no reserve re-auctions or through the negotiated sale or offer process. So search around your state to learn about the specific process that is used. You can also click on the state guide link in the show notes and that'll take you to our site for more information about the various states. Now, as mentioned, these aren't offered in a lot of areas. And when you do find this type of process, it can still actually be rare to get a property for one cent or $20 or less than a hundred bucks, right? Because, well, truthfully, there are also a lot of other people that want very cheap real estate. But, and this should be your big takeaway in order to execute this strategy. If you see enough properties sold in this manner, in a variety of different areas, you will come across one or multiple situations where you can purchase real estate very, very cheap sooner or later. The reason I've been able to buy so many cheap properties is simply because of the number of properties that I have seen sold. I've been going to auctions for more than 17 years now. I've seen billions of dollars worth of tax faulted real estate get auctioned off. And I can't even imagine the number of parcels I've actually seen get sold. It truly is a numbers game with this approach. Now, how do we use this approach successfully? If you buy a $20 property, that's pretty cool, right? Great story. But it's completely pointless unless you can actually sell it and make some money. Now, if you buy that same $20 property and you sell it for 200 bucks, you've turned your money over 10 times. That sounds good on paper, but you invested probably quite a bit of time for $150 in profit. Instead, you need something that will really offer you just crazy exponential returns. Now, you're not going to get a $20 property that you can sell for $50,000. We have to be a little bit realistic here, okay? The one cent deal that I referenced earlier, I sold for 1,200 bucks. Obviously, $1,200 for real estate is pretty cheap, but $1,200 in the grand scheme of things is not a whole lot of money. But as I can reference, my return on that was exponential. One cent to $1,200, that's pretty good. That's the kind of hit that you're really looking for. Now, I've done this many times where I'll go from $20 or $50 in an investment for a property to $800 or $900. Again, not crazy numbers when it comes to the actual dollar amount, but you're turning it over quickly and your growth is really exponential. You just have to be able to do this a number of different times. So you have to remember, your goal shouldn't be to just get cheap real estate. Your goal is not to just buy a property for 20 bucks. Good story, doesn't do anything for your business. You need to get that cheap real estate that you can sell and you can make money off of. And that's a great way to move into the key traps that I wanna point out for you all. Some people think that you should buy any real estate that you can get your hands on for less than $100. Don't ever, ever believe this. You should never, ever buy real estate just because it's cheap. 
Here's an example from just a few weeks ago. There's a parcel of land for $100, has a large old commercial building on it. Pretty simple so far, right? Well, that old commercial building, it used to be a manufacturing facility that produced chemicals of some sort. Unfortunately, the owner of that facility decided to dump many of the byproducts from those chemicals directly into the ground. So now when you buy that property, you immediately have a huge target on your back. The EPA, yep, they know about the facility. They are very, very familiar with it. And they actually look forward to you buying it. That way you can clean up all of the contamination for them. And if you don't clean it up, you might just be held personally responsible, both financially and yes, criminally. So have fun with that $100 purchase, right? That's obviously an extreme example, but there are many others. Maybe you buy an old house that's on the demolition list, then it gets demolished and you get hit with a $10,000 demolition bill. Perhaps it's a property that's known to the city as a place that maybe vagrants hang out and you'll soon start receiving citations on a daily basis. Other examples could be ridiculous HOA fees or membership fees upon purchase. I've seen $20,000 membership fees that are required the moment you purchase a property. Or it could just be a property that has extremely high taxes. Now, obviously, you want to research the property to know exactly what you're getting yourself into. Buying properties just because they're cheap and ignoring everything else is a great way to get yourself into trouble. Some states actually allow HOAs or cities to go after you in court, and they could also assign debt collectors that will be chasing you down for every cent that you owe them, even though you didn't know about it before you bought that cheap property. It's a very, very slippery slope. So as we mentioned, yes, you can absolutely purchase real estate for $100 or less at tax sales in many areas, but you must understand, it's gonna take a lot of effort to pull it off successfully. You'll have to attend a lot of auctions. You'll have to submit a lot of offers to actually be able to buy those properties. And your goal should be able to grow your money exponentially, not just 10% or 20%, right? And at the end of the day, please, Please know what you're buying and never buy on cost alone. Guys, that's it for today's episode. I really hope you found this episode helpful and that you are enjoying the Tax Sell Podcast. If you are, please consider taking just a few minutes out of your day to leave some positive feedback on whatever platform you're listening to us on. It really gives us that motivation and desire to continue to expand our business on both the free and premium sides. And we're truly hopeful that we're able to help play a small impact in your tax sale success. For more information on tax sale investing, head on over to taxlawacademy.com. Again, that's taxlawacademy.com. Thank you so much for joining me. Take care. Bye-bye.